0: during the cocktail hour while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music, that's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information.
1: Hello, bonjour, wagwan, everyone. We thank you for joining us in another episode of the DNA Airwaves. I am, as usual, one of two hosts. My name is D, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Anthony. How you doing today, bon Good, man.
0: I like the energy. I'm great. Feeling yeah, good. good. Glad to be here and excited
1: for today's chat. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Uh, so today we are joined by singer, songwriter, and author. Let's not forget, Tara Shannon. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you?
2: I'm great. Thanks so much for having me.
1: Of course. It's our pleasure. And also coach, right? And speaker.
2: I'm sure yeah, there's yeah, and I, amongst other yeah, things. Yeah, I have a, <laughs> a bunch of other things. Well, you know, you have to do a lot of a lot of things in the music business these days to to sort of stay That's afloat. So Yeah. Yeah. So I have um a label and then the music business coaching. So Willow Sound Records is my label and the Syndicate is my um, music business coaching where we do workshops nice. and one on one coaching and try to help artists learn how to create a sustainable living with music
0: important stuff and yeah yeah so we're gonna dive into all of that and more Um, I guess right off the top we might as well jump into the author part and you could tell us about uh, your book entitled you and the music business I was very interested in this one so please tell us how (laughs) that came to be and what inspired it and all that good stuff
2: Oh, great. Yeah, it's called You in the Music Business and uh, Empowering Independent Artists. Um, this is a first for me. So it feels uh, I've been feeling a little bit like a fish out of water. And I was saying right. to some friends, you know, I put music out all the time and yeah. I, you know, you, you get a little nervous and, you know, you're worried, but not worried, but just like oh, if people like it. Great. If they don't, not too bad. But with a book. It feels very different because hmm. it's not just, you know, your heart out there, it's your mind. It's like it's what you yeah. think about things. Right. And it's once it's out there, it's out there, you know? So right. it's I've been right? It's like it's yeah. like I never said that. And then they show you your book and say, Yep, you said that point. right here <laughs> on page twelve. <12." laughs> <Yeah>. Right, right.
1: <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. been a
2: really um yeah, it's been a cool experience from just from an expansion standpoint and just challenging myself. Um, it mm. really was born from Um, so many hours of coaching that I do thousands of hours of coaching and um, there's really the same patterns show up and we're all artists are dealing with the same same challenges and the same um, you know battling our voices in our head and our self-doubt and everything so Mm, that's uh why I decided to write the book was to hopefully reach people that can't um, that don't have access to a coach or they don't have management yet or a label or a team and they just my hope was it would be this guide or this thing they could have in their back pocket and just refer to it when their things are getting tough or oh, so they're cool. feeling really alone because it's a tough road
1: yeah absolutely yeah that's for sure and uh sorry go that, ahead, that part
0: that you mentioned there just about feeling sort of like exposed that's a part of uh the i guess the artistry that we talk about we've talked about it a few times just especially for myself um there's that feeling of when you put it all all out there it's very different depending where you are on the stage even but being like that lead singer or that front person it's like you're literally like naked almost in front of people so writing a book I never really thought about that dynamic of like people being able to say these are your words here's the actual text and and then on top of that I don't know if you've thought this far but I was just thinking now that you write something and then 10 years later, you're kind of a different version of you. So it's almost like right. you have to go back Great and you're point. stuck with what you said in that frame of yeah. mind at that time. So if you haven't thought about that yeah, yet, sorry, but it seems like it's a part no, of the process. No, it's so true. Cause we do,
2: we evolve, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Hopefully. Fair
0: yeah, enough. And with best. your help, people will yeah. nicely. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm also curious about the pathway. So coaching led to being an author. I'm guessing you started off as either a singer, songwriter, or a combination of both. What led you? Well, actually, let's talk about that a little bit, like, what was, what was your, or what has been your path musically as far as just the performance side?
2: Um, yeah, so my background, my backstory is, um, I studied music growing up, so piano was my first instrument. I started that when I was seven. Ooh, nice I studied song. the Royal Conservatory.
1: Nice,
2: um, nice in song. high school, I picked up the saxophone and became a jazz saxophone player. And went Mm, to McGill University in Montreal to study that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then I became a mom really young. I had my first when I was 19. And so I kind of shifted into mom role. But, um, you know, music was always a part of me. And I had started writing songs and fell in love with writing songs. So it was a really interesting uh, transition because classical music and jazz music and stuff, well, apart from the improvisation part of jazz, but... um, you know, it's a head-to-heart thing. So you you absorb through learning and studying music, mm, and then right, you, yeah. you make it part of you, and then you perform it. But songwriting is the opposite. It's heart-to-head. So it's like you get inspired, yeah. you feel something, and you, you want to, you know share it with the world and and then you learn the craft which is the you know the thinking right. part of it. So when mm-hmm. I discovered songwriting, I was like, I was hooked. I just and when I performed my first song, I it was a gift for my cousin's wedding, which I I say this in the book too. I do not recommend <laughs> writing your first original song and gifting that to someone on the most special day of their lives. Because deal. that can go <laughs> that can go terribly wrong. Um but luckily okay. in this case it That's didn't. So she was really she <laughs> she was really pleased. It was very special. Um, So he fell in love with songwriting and then I started raising my kids um, and kept writing songs and I was chasing this thing called a record deal because back so this was a long time ago this would have been in the early 90s um mm. and uh, everybody was that like, that's, that's a long time I ago
0: like, now. really? Yeah. Oh, okay,
2: fine. <laughs> it feels, but to me, it feels it like feels a long, like time, a long ago. time ago. <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the, everybody was like, you gotta, you gotta. There's no internet or social media. The only way you you did the music thing was out there touring or getting a record deal. So I was chasing this right. elusive thing called a record deal, which I did mm. not understand any of it. And so I was offered a deal, uh, and when they were explaining to me what they would need from me, they're like, it's two years, no family, no friends, and Mm. we're gonna be out there on the road and putting out music. And I was like, "Mm, I have three young boys, and uh yeah, i don't think i can off. do any sure. of the stuff that, <laughs> that that you are saying you need no me kidding, to do yeah. so that's when i kind of realized that that dream of being a recording artist and stuff was not going to fit with with my my life and the things that you know mattered to me um so right. i just focused on songwriting and i had four more children so i have five boys and two mm-hmm. girls
1: nice got basketball team yeah yeah, yeah, thank,
2: yeah. <laughs> hockey hockey in this house they're all um yeah they were all they were all hockey players and so yeah so you know through those years I started other businesses with their dad and uh, just really learned more about business and honed my business skills and I wasn't doing the artist thing and I came back to it in 2014 um mm-hmm. I had a health crisis and when I was co- recovering from that um I, you know, you see, you look at your life a little bit differently. And I was like, I, I'm not really, I'm not very happy. You know, I just wasn't happy. And I, I, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it, but it was music that I was missing. And it was not because I wanted to be a rock star or, you know, my, my reasons for it were different. My reasons became that music is just part of who I am. I just, it's like woven into me. I have to be doing it in some way yep. and so yeah so i started back on the music path and started the label and here i am beautiful that
0: that's is amazing. amazing um yeah i'm so glad you shared that with us and i uh, d, d and i can both uh sort of attest to that fact too that music is everything like even i mean from from my perspective as a musician of course but even on the other side of what what i do um just dealing with uh clients that are booking events and things like that music just for like even the average listener or the average consumer is a big deal too so even more so for someone like yourself who grew up studying music practicing performing learning had a dream sort of going a different direction and it's really crazy to hear that about I mean the music industry their demands are going to be high of course so having to make that sort of Of a choice at that stage of your life and sort of say no it's not going to work for me and pivot I could see how there'd be a massive void there even though you you know you're successful you have a great family and everything else so yeah, yeah that's big that's
1: uh, and I I also think that just the idea of you know trying to live your life and put because I, I kind of relate to your story where I've kind of pushed music to the side for want to many, mention many many it. years yeah. and then no it's okay yeah. we could talk about it and then all <laughs> of a sudden you feel I wouldn't say like I'm I definitely feel happiness but there's a lack of fulfillment when you don't get to pursue that passion. And um, I feel almost incomplete. So Mm -hmm. when you actually get a chance to express that or use that or fuel that passion or exercise that passion, it brings out a different type of fulfillment in you. And so I'm sure that a lot of people that listen to this, they might be going through that exact same situation where they have, they have this passion. It might not even be music. It might be something else. It might be golf or frisbee throwing or, woodworking whatever that is right. you know so mm-hmm. it, it never letting go of that passion and you know it might take till you're 30 40 50 to get there but 80. i think yep. that if you get a chance to use that hopefully it doesn't take what it took you which is you know a life changing sickness or you know something that was you know really really bad to happen for someone to actually decide i need to pursue this passion i need to at least try and you know every time i've tried i've had an incredible response to it. So it's beautiful to know that you had that ex- that similar experience. And I would encourage others: if you have that moment to try, you'll be surprised at the results you get if you, you know, really go down to towards the path that you feel passionate. Yeah, about. don't give up on your dreams, uh, right? Don't give up yeah. on yeah. your dreams. Absolutely, uh, yeah. absolutely. I, and
2: what's another reason for the book? Because, you know. It it looks at it's not like this is how you make it in the music business because I, I can't right. I can't really get behind any of that language and actually keep feeding the we're kind of, you know, sold this Cinderella story that, you know, you've got mm-hmm. to slug it out yes. until somebody with power discovers you and plucks right, you yes. from the masses <laughs> and elevates you to stardom and then you're rich and famous yes. and all your problems are gone. And that messaging is perpetuated through, you know, these big sort of talent discovery shows that we have. And,
1: yes, you know, great point. And so
2: it's a very disempowering type of messaging. And yeah, so, really. you know, when you say interweaving your passion and, and going for it, part of the success of that is realigning your own vision for success true. and kind yes. of stepping away yeah, from yeah. what you're told is success and waiting for somebody else to give you permission to live the life that you want for yourself and this that's true great. of music golf frisbee Rizbee, drones, whatever it may be. woodworking, <laughs> <laughs> woodworking you know we, we can't wait for others to tell us it's okay to live yeah. the way we want to live
0: yes be yes free yourself. Absolutely. yes that's, that's powerful great that's great. huge very powerful, um, yeah, great So message. how much of this comes into play, like this sort of thinking, uh, teaching comes into play in your coaching? Is there a lot to do with mindset? Um, all of it. What does that look like? All of it, okay.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's all my, I mean, it's, it's a combination of understanding the core principles of how any business works. Because when you understand you. the core principles of business, you can be successful in, in any business. And, you know, my experience tells me that business is really just about people no matter sure. what it is that you're selling what product or service it's always about people mm-hmm. and yes. the best way to understand people is to understand yourself so if you mm. if you it's like basically the the book sums up as to be successful in the business of music you first need to be successful in the business of you So it's like, who are you? What motivates you? What's your why? Why do you want to be in the music business? Like, it's not like, this is how you make it in the music business. It's why do you want to be in the music business? (laughs) Like, what is it you're chasing? And a lot of my coaching and the book is really a total extension of my coaching is, is looking for like finding patterns in yourself where you're looking for validation. So when we're looking for validation outside of ourselves, we're always at the mercy of other people to feel good about ourselves. But it should be the opposite. It you should know, be, we yeah. should look inside for validation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, and what I find, what I have found, because I work with artists at all levels, like successful, mm-hmm. um, signed, unsigned, um, hobbyists. Right. Yeah. Um, and they all, like the feedback I get from the type of coaching we do, is that it's, it's purposeful no matter where you're at, because mm-hmm. it's about connection with self and it's about uh, understanding the power of your mind and what you, what you see. You know, if you can see it, then you can get there. So clarity um, and also just valuing what you create because we live in a culture that that values things based on money and how much right. money it makes. And success is yeah. defined by money and things and stuff, yeah. but it's temporary. It's not fulfilling. Yep. Um, you know, so sort of realigning that feeling of, of just... Finding validation and the feeling of success within the process of creation itself, not from the result.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Geez, we might have to pause just to let someone just let that sink in a little bit. (laughs) Soak it in. I absolutely understand uh, um, what you're, I'm tongue-tied now the part of you you're a speaker and it's coming out here and I'm such I'm so engaged in what you're saying I'm like there's got to be a question here somewhere but I just wanted to really highlight the fact that I was sort of going through your bio and I saw that you're a speaker but yeah it's really it's really come out here and I know you've been on some big stages um, sort of sharing this way of thinking with people I I think I just have to let you go a little bit more because it's it's great <laughs> yeah. stuff
2: Oh, I but appreciate I think that. In the, I, in the terms yeah. of,
1: oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was just gonna yeah, say I before
2: might. you go, before D, I was gonna, I was laughing <laughs> because um, the way that you were, you were responding. So I had two of my clients at one point were roommates. Okay. And um, yeah. one came home from a session with me, and then the other came home to, from after a session with me to find the other, the other one on the couch eating ice cream and kind of <laughs> like just like in their feelings eating ice cream. <laughs> yeah. And And my artist right, walked right. through and said. Session with Tara? And then he said, yeah. <laughs>
1: you go deep. <laughs>
2: it remi- when you were funny. saying that, it reminded me of that. So anyways, go ahead, D. That's What's your funny. question? What,
1: what? Yeah. No, I was. I, you had mentioned that um, people need to kind of understand the reason why they want to get into the music business. Or even just how, like, it might sound like a silly question, but how can somebody really figure out their why because i don't think a lot of times people even know their why they just sometimes it's very frivolous but i don't think I, i'm sure there's a deeper meaning do you guys explore like how I, I guess my question is how does somebody explore or figure out their why can i piggyback on and that you before you jump them? in sure um because
0: on that i mean you can is everybody has a different and sometimes we misunderstand what that is is there ever a Mm-hmm. apart or is there ever does it ever happen where somebody's why that they come free come to you for what they think is not what you believe their why is like does that come out in this yes, process as good, well
1: that's even better
2: 100 mm-hmm. percent, and i would say more of the time than not because mm. so to, to combine all of that together through the process of breaking down getting to the root of your why so one of the tools that um, I use which is in the back of the book is uh, the emotional guidance system so when you we're all built with this emotional guidance system we're not really taught how to use it but it's the relationship between our thoughts and our and our emotions and there's a built-in system that's like Dependent, it doesn't really matter what your beliefs are, because it's not. This isn't a religious thing, I, or I would even right. say it's not really a spiritual thing. Because in the mm. in the quantum physics world, they're really exploring this stuff. Like Dr. Joe Dispenza, friend, um, yeah. Dr. Bruce Lipton. There's so many. Dr. Mm. David Hawkins. There's so many like thought yeah. leaders in this space that are helping us to understand that there is a direct and chemical and biological relationship between our thoughts and our emotions. So mm. I try to keep it simple and just say, you know, how does that thought feel? Because Mm -hmm. when you, when you, when you slow your mind down and you can grab the thought, so we'll do it like this. Like, this is the why. If somebody says, you know, I want to, I want, uh, I want a number one, um, hit single at radio would be one of their goals. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I say, okay, why? And they say, okay, well, because then I'll be successful. Okay. So Mm -hmm. what does say, then we break down success. What does success look like for you? You know, and then they, through this process, you get underneath it and what they're really looking for is a feeling of credibility. They're looking for mm. a feeling of being accepted into the community of music that that chart is in. They're right, looking right. for, right? So again, it's that feeling of, of um letting it's kind of like looking for validation outside of yourself so that that is going to make me feel good if I have a number one uh, hit at radio then I'm a real artist Mm, then I'm I'm for real then I'm credible like that kind then when you break it down and you see that it's connected to emotional stuff then we try to realign that if somebody gives me the answer that says well if I have a number one hit at single uh, uh, a a number one hit single at radio that's going to drive my live show price and I'm going to be able to charge more for my live show which means that my overall income for the year is going to be higher or you know i'm going to be able to play bigger stages then that's like that's business thinking that's analytical that's that's market development so through the questioning and breaking it down we kind of untangle the emotional needs that are driving it and then the business needs that are driving Mm -hmm. it and a lot of the times like to to what you're saying anthony is what they think their why is (laughs) After breaking it down with me, they realize that it's, it isn't what they think it is. And they also realize that that some of the things that they want, they, they want them because they think they're supposed to want them.
0: That's big. Yeah. Right. It's like,
2: this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what it looks like out there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, so (laughs) both of those things happen for sure. And, uh, and the whole, like, I want to be a star versus I'm an artist. That, that conversation comes up a lot because yeah. there's yeah. there's t- that's two different paths, right? Like if you just are really dug in and you just want to be a star, like you don't want anything less than a stadium, touring, global tour, that's your, that is what you want. Right. Um, there's nothing wrong with that because there's no judgment in this process. It's not my job mm-hmm. to say you can or can't do that. Um, right. If somebody comes into my office and says I want to be like a superstar and they sing for me and they're tone deaf, it's not my job to say you don't have what it takes or you can't get there. Right. My job yeah, is yeah. the first step is singing lessons.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: A softer you know, approach so, to the Simon. Uh, yeah. Approach. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly, because uh, hey, who? I don't know what you're what you're here to do on Earth. Like, if that, that's true. maybe I'm yeah. meeting you on your path really, really early, <laughs> and you're going to grow true. into that. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so the why can be hard to discover. Uh, and, and part of our co- the coaching that I do is really to help people really connect with what's motivating them. And if it's in a play, mm-hmm. if it's in a, like, an, an, if you're out of alignment on it and you're trying to get the feeling of validation from elsewhere, we try to shift that so that you can feel validated. Because how you feel about your life and what you feel worthy of is yeah. going to affect what comes to you in your life
1: Mm. right that's deep
2: instead of chasing it when you're chasing something you're pushing against it
0: yeah 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 Yep. that's interesting no that's that's a fact wow another
1: moment for it just to let it sort of (laughs) yeah suck it in 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 kind of take it it all in that's nothing but nuggets today Um, (laughs) how does someone like yourself that does so many things how do you find balance in your life and how do you manage all of that
2: i learned the hard way and did everything Mm -hmm. wrong I failed at it miserably literally. first. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. so the remember those seven—the seven, seven kids—and and they were all in competitive hockey. Most of them were in competitive hockey, so our s- right. yeah. schedule was really crazy. Yeah. And building companies. I could um, so I burned. I, w- I went through two major burnouts, um, mm. the wow. kind that shut you right down and you can't function. So wow. what's in? What I've learned is. Um, because I get this still all the time. Oh, you're so busy. How do you do it? How do you manage everything? And so I think about it a lot because, um, like I was motivated from the time I was a kid. Like I, I felt like I had to be the best at everything to be seen and to be loved. Mm -hmm. So Mm, from very early on, you know, if I took swimming lessons, I was the best swimmer. I took home all the trophies. If I was a piano mm. player, I was the best piano player. If I was a student, I was valedictorian. You like so I was yeah. I was that typical type a driven, but what was driving me was am i enough now? Do you love me now? Mm. Do you see me now? That's so that's deep, what yeah. was driving me in those years. And now I'm I'm productive and get a lot of stuff done, but it's not driven by the same thing. What happens is when you're in alignment, in your life, with your with your your purpose, and you're using yeah. your gifts. Yep. Um, you, it's amazing what you can fit in because you're not in resistance. You're swimming downstream right. and not upstream. So yes. you can uh, yes. you can fit in a lot of things. And then time management is a good skill to have. Mm-hmm. But you first have to be really connected to yourself, um, and in alignment with your passions and what drives you and so your reason wow. for doing things. Yeah. yeah. So my. The, my life on the outside probably looks the same to somebody who is looking at, you know, I just look like a typical type A, very busy person. Mm-hmm. But my yeah. motive, my motives, my inside has changed through the decades.
1: Right. Of course.
0: That's under, of yeah, course. that's understandable and very important. You talked about being in alignment. Um, and sometimes in life, just the nature of how things go, some of the things that we have to do are not necessarily in alignment with our goals or our other processes. Yeah um how choosy are you with what you say yes to and what you what kind of projects and opportunities you take on
2: I'm more choosy now um but I've also learned to make friends with what needs to be done so I mean this Hmm. is a conversation that comes up a lot of music because you got to pay your bills you got to yes, pay your rent. Yeah. You got to pay mm-hmm. your mortgage. You got to, you know, yeah. feed your kids. <laughs> family. Yes. Like there's, there's <laughs> yeah. practical things. Practical right. things are music doesn't make any money anymore. Music mm. itself, like recorded music. Right. Um, it's yep. very difficult, right. To earn a living, the whole streaming thing, which is a whole other 10 podcasts. We could talk about, <sighs> you know, what's happened yeah. in the music business, but, but, yeah. um, so you have, you can't run from what's real. So like, m- like math is math. Like you have to, yep. there's bills you have to pay. So if if you have to, if you're doing work that you wouldn't necessarily choose to do it but it, it's the best kind of work that gives you the flexibility to do your passions or whatever you find sure. a way to make friends with it and you you attach value to it because it is allowing you to make room in your life to do the things you love and so it changes yeah. your relationship with it so sometimes I, I have I take contracts that I, I maybe wouldn't choose to do but I know that for cash flow reasons or whatever business reasons that it's the smart thing to do and so I find a way to make friends with it Um, as far as you know musical projects and artists that I work with um, I mean I would say I'm choosy Um, I have five artists signed to the label and I say signed just to communicate but we we run it as a I don't run it like a traditional label it's an artist co-op
1: right
2: so we're all partners in it together because I can't over here on the music business side be like Um, you know, run your business and ask questions and be the CEO of your enterprise. And then at the label say, sign here. Don't ask any questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's true.
1: Um,
2: Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm choosy about the projects we do together and, and stuff like that. But on the music business education side, you know, it would be a lot easier for us to screen people and to choose who could be members. But because of our approach and what we do, there is no screening because it's not about you have enough talent to make it. It's, it's a totally different mindset. It's just, you know, you love music and music is in you and you can't figure out how to make it work in your life. Then right. we're your people for, for that. Mm, um, makes sense. So, yeah. And then I'm choosy with my time as far as um, who I give it to. Like, I, you know, yeah. I have a small group of friends who I, who I love dearly. I don't have uh, like eighty-five million friends, um, and I'm just choosy <laughs> with my time. Yeah. Lots of self-care because yep. you got to do the self-care piece first; otherwise, you can't do anything. Useless, yeah, it's true. Yeah, absolutely. And there's
0: there's so much pressure, like just these external uh, drivers, like social media. I was trying not to mention it because that, that could be another podcast too. This is going to be the positive one. and We'll come back and maybe we'll speak some of the, <laughs> the other side of things. True, this another day, but. Mm. Um, just really connecting with who you are and what you want to do, what you want to get out of life, and then understanding those things to who you are, what you want to do and get out of life, I guess kind of allows you to then understand, I guess, your purpose in a sense, but also on the other side, what you're available to do. There are also opportunities, though, that might, for temporary reasons or temporary, I guess, time frame, um, take you away, but Aside from money, there could be other motivators like the experience. Um, how And that comes into play a lot as far as artists, early artists, uh, young artists or whatever it is. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And how do you kind of coach people through what they should be saying yes to and what is required for them to get to the next level, even when it's not going to pay you a cent?
2: Yeah, um, that's a great question. Um, so we try to talk about it in terms of um, ROI, so return on investment, but, okay. and the tangible and intangible aspects of that. So tangible mm, ROI right. is I'm going to be paid X amount of dollars. It's going to cost me X amount of dollars to do this thing. I'm going to yeah. make X, whatever. Um, but intangible ROI is just as valuable. So we evaluate every opportunity. So with first with what's your why? Why is this attractive? Why do we want to do this? Why does, why does this feel good? And yep. just check that. And then we try to leverage or squeeze out everything we possibly can from an opportunity. When it feels like the opportunity makes sense and it's in alignment with that artist's goals and our overall business plan for them, then we just look at, okay, so we're not going to get paid because... Like, to your point, we've lived in an industry that's like, do this for free because it's exposure,
1: mm-hmm, you know? and look. we, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right?
2: It's, you know, it's, you know, because you never know who's, like, it's so upside down and toxic. You never know who's going to see you or who's going to be there. But again, that yeah, feeds true. into this whole, you need to be discovered to make anything happen. Right. But you would never, you would never say, do any of that. Like, what if, what if our, our things I teach in the workshop and I cover in the book is... So I say, let's just not think about music for a minute. We're gonna go into business together, and we're gonna we're gonna make a coffee shop. That's our okay. business. Mm-hmm. So what are the steps yeah. to that business? You know, um, okay, we got. And nobody ever nobody ever hesitates. They're like, okay, well, we gotta get our coffee beans. We gotta, you mm-hmm. know, we gotta have a name and a look and a feel and a brand yeah. and a location and what's the experience of our coffee. Then we gotta price it based on what other people like. It's so natural and easy True, to see the whole right. path. So yeah. I let them ramble yeah. on and start their business. And I go, nope. <laughs> That's not how you make it in the coffee business. How you make it in the coffee business is you make your coffee and you give it to your friends and family for free over and over again until mm. Starbucks discovers you. Mm. That's how you make <laughs> <your> coffee. <laughs> and then what there's there's like analogy. that pause, and then everybody kind of giggles and they're like, Oh, we get it. I'm like, right? right. So yeah. it's everything is a business decision. It's an oppor- it can be an opportunity. And sometimes you do things for free, mm-hmm. but the trade in it is just not monetary. But there should be a trade. There should be because business is trade. You know, being an entrepreneur literally means trade. It means middle taker. It's trading things. Yeah. So if you're going to do it for free, what's the trade? And then we break it down. of
1: that. Intangible assets, yeah. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful way of looking at how to approach that situation for sure. Um, when it comes to your songwriting, you had mentioned earlier that you wrote your first song for a friend's wedding. What <laughs> then led you to want to actually make an album or continue writing?
2: Um, I just fell in love with the writing process. I had Mm. discovered this whole way of communicating how I was experiencing the world. And, um, Mm. you know, it's, it's, it's magical. It's not like anything else. I mean, you're, you're bringing something into the world other than giving birth to a child, which would be pretty close to it. You're... You're bringing something know. into the world that wasn't there. No, neither of you will ever have right. that very painful experience. But we yeah, trust yeah. you, so we, yeah, we get it. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: I'll take your word for it. But,
2: yeah, I take my word for it. Um, you know, you're bringing something into the world that wasn't there before, yeah. and it's a, it's a piece of you. It's a part of mm. you that's out there. So yes. I just mm. I just fell in love with that. And, um, yeah, making records is, like, this so unique, incredible, amazing thing that, you know, music creators get to do, Um You know, so, I mean, it's changed so much in the, you know, 30 some years that I've been doing it. Um, But in the beginning, you know, it was like, now it's like volume matters and putting music out faster and feeding the machine and feeding the algorithms and all that stuff comes into play. So you can accidentally fall into, and I see this all the time because the algorithm doesn't care. There, there is no, like, there's, it's just broken down by, you know you know, it analyzes sort of the, the frequencies and the Data stuff driven. of the file. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. you know, so lots of people are putting out stuff that, you know, is is just being created to feed the machine so True. sometimes yep. the 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 art of it and this is not a judgment it's just the nature of you know volume because it's so okay. saturated right now that the system's so saturated yeah um but yeah so that's why i fell in love with it in the early days and just i mean the, the going into this big huge studio and working with musicians i mean it was just like i was the like this this yeah. is the best you know right. and right. Uh, yeah
0: yeah and so different I'm sure you than, feel the same way oh yeah it's just so yeah, different yeah, than the majority of other sort of jobs and things you could do um and just let me jump back to that what you did singing writing a song for your friend's wedding with talent like you have it works out uh-huh uh, like a part of what we do is booking <laughs> weddings okay. so, and I've had that request numerous times and every time okay I cringe I don't know if I've ever and I'm sorry if you're listening and you were one of the Friends or cousins that sang at a wedding, but I don't know if I've ever right. had one that went off the way that it was described to me um, ahead of time. So, yeah, it's not usually my cousin that can sing is gonna write me a song. She sings so well, and then it sounds so great. I'll leave it at that. So, <laughs> not, just want yeah, not all, no, and it, it's not common.
2: Oh. <laughs> Totally. And oh, I get, sorry, it with no, my oh. <laughs> no, no, but it, it is, it's such a thing. It's such a, like I had one of my clients actually was wanted to sing at her wedding. So she's getting married. So I, I mean, I get it. Cause you're so, you're filled if you love music and you're filled with love yeah. and it's this big day and you, and you want to express it. So uh, we made a plan that I thought would work no matter what happened because like you have to also realize the audience that they're not there to hear you sing
1: like they right, didn't right. they didn't
2: buy a ticket with your name on it so you know yeah, they, yeah, they're yeah, there yeah. for <laughs> other reasons so you have to sort of honor that and it's a sticky thing to navigate for it really sure is, it
1: really is <laughs> it really is i unfortunately had the request to do it at my own and i felt that exact same wait no one's coming here to hear me sing why would i do but my beautiful wife had asked so i had thought and it's I a little should. different yeah. again you do have. that's different yeah you have yeah. what it yeah. takes
0: to pull it off and Bring tears to a grown man's for eyes. Gr- <laughs> grown men oh, like myself. So yeah, you're good. <laughs> okay. And again, Thank no judgment. Better. That's yeah. one thing I'm taking away from these conversations. No judgment. <laughs> We're all here to yeah. put yeah. our unique spin in our on our piece. Um, <laughs> I guess on that, since I've learned that one lesson today, amongst many others today, what are some lessons that you've sorta of learned from the industry of the music space that you sort of well that you can share or that you commonly have to share with artists
2: um i think the first thing is there is no us and them you know how you get that feeling of there's the industry and then there's you and you there's this (laughs) feeling that there's like the gatekeepers and and you know they're either going to let you in or not let you in i mean that's real yeah yeah like I remember feeling that way and I remember feeling when I was when I was coming up was um, you know sitting at these conferences and to going to these industry conferences try to learn And this you know all the visual cues were telling me that I was on the outside you know like the panels are mm. up on tables they're higher up than the audience they're yeah, yeah. you know True. exclusive uh, you know like all the signaling is you know you're not quite in yet <laughs> but mm. what I right. what I how I break it down for 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 people like I, you break when you break down the economic structure of the music business it's yeah. an upside down pyramid like this and the mm. the the thing that the entire system rests on is the creator is the music creator right? Yeah. Okay. and yeah. it is the the part of the system that is the least paid and the worst mm. treated so yeah, because without the creator like you like booking agents managers labels publicists promoters radio yeah. stations the whole system relies on the creators in order to exist True, and right. so And then when I when I sit with with artists that are really feeling that real frustration that they've been trying to get an agent, they're trying to get a manager and they just can't seem to move ahead and it's no, 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 no. You know, and you and you you break it down from a a business standpoint. It's like you're building a business. So what is the value that you bring to this business partner? Because part of the 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 problem with the messaging of you need to be chosen, you need Mm -hmm. to be discovered you need to be deemed specialer than everybody else is all of that is communicated sort of on the emotional level and that's value and value validation but when you just do like straight up business there's no emotion in that it's just like this is the economy like this is the financial structure of a business so it's not personal in any way you know you have a lot of people working in these big agencies they have a job to do they are they report to a boss um you know you have to Really start seeing yourself, as hard as it is, as a product, because you are a product, and most of the Mm. problems we have in the music business are, I think, are because we're taking a product that is a living, breathing human being and trying to stick them into a system that is designed to sell inanimate products. Right, so right. because when you make decisions in a, in a corporate environment for the bottom line, like we got to cut costs, whatever. And so that means that, Anthony, your tour is canceled. We're shelving your record, whatever. To, mm-hmm. the, to the business, it's a numbers thing. To you, yeah. it's your life. Exactly. It's your self-identity. It's identity, your family. Yeah. Yeah. It's whether you can make your mortgage or not. So right. the fallout from all of that, years and years of that, is so much heartache, heartbreak bitterness, anger towards the, the industry. So, you know, one of the major lessons that I've learned, cause I went through that journey of feeling, you know, rejected and on the outside and all of that stuff. And it, it hurts. It's not, it's not a good feeling. It can't be, yeah, And so of course. <laughs> I'd say that's probably the biggest lesson is the illusion of it all. And it's just do what you do, build a business around it. And, and I mean, create income so that you can have a sustainable living with your music, which is possible these days. It's very hard yeah, because like I said, it's saturated uh, right now, but it is possible and, and stick to what you do and build it and build it well. And if partnering with a bigger entity at some point makes sense for your business, then do it because you have the option right. to walk away or not. It's just yeah, looking at it a bit differently.
0: Yeah. Perspective.
1: Yeah. It's, it's hmm. key. It's everything really. And, Sometimes it takes an outside entity to kind of, you know, get their perspective on your, you know, journey or your business for you to really understand the direction you need to go. Because as artists, it's really hard to get out of that emotional side and, and that, that selfish side and really, like you said, look at it as a business. Um, you have an album that's uh, called Unfinished, and I was wondering if you had any unfinished business in the world of writing Books. Do you want to write any more books in the future?
2: <laughs> I do. I I I didn't think I was going to, wow. but um, through the process of it, and just you know, the feedback I'm getting is has been really overwhelming. And you know, I I just Incredible. got a message on Facebook the other day. Somebody who grew up in the music business um, with parents that were very well known in Canada, and uh, so they experienced the, you know the the difficulties and the heartache and all that stuff. And they said, you know, your book is going to bring a lot of healing to a lot mm. of hurt and I hadn't wow. seen it that way and, yeah. and I was really really tight I was really moved and then I keep getting you know a couple other messages that you know your writing is so beautiful and like lots of positive validation yeah. so you know so then it makes you kind of pause I, I at first I was writing it for a need because I saw a need right. yeah. for something yeah, like yeah. this but I love how I feel when I'm writing. And the difference with writing a book or a blog or something is it's more expansive where songwriting is redactive, right? It's like yeah. you have to squish right. your story into like three and a half, four minutes. Right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and <laughs> whereas I have more room to breathe and like yes. in this kind of writing, which I, which I love to explore. So I'm looking forward to writing more and just exploring mm-hmm. this, this part of being a writer.
1: Yeah, we'll look forward to uh, it. Like this conversation alone's been so enlightening and it's kind of touched on a lot of topics that you know, Anthony and I've anthony I, anthony and that's what I she does she, she she makes your tongue get all twisted
0: with these deep thoughts yeah no kidding
2: I'm Hypnotized, I'm so no. mesmerized <laughs> really <you>. um <laughs> it's but, like um, blah here's yeah. a bunch of information
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's so much great information yep. not even great and well 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 said yeah, yeah, mean, yeah we've heard this before but the way you've been delivering this message has been great some of the analogies you used and comparisons you've made have been phenomenal, phenomenal. and i'm yeah. really excited actually to dive into the book um where can somebody pick up the book? Just out of curiosity. We're yeah,
2: there. well, you can go to my site, which is jointerra.com. And there's a link right there that'll take you to it. But we're using Amazon. So, I mean, you can't beat it. Two, two, two days you yeah, know, from exactly. order yeah, to your door. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know? So, yeah. So, amazon.com, amazon.ca. And then we'll Perfect. be rolling it out into bookstores. And I'll be doing a book tour. So, if they oh, uh, yeah. sign up on my website, they'll get the um, notifications of what cities I'll be in.
0: Yeah.
1: Keep Any us posted on that. Right. You know, I guess. Yeah. Let us know if you we'll, uh, make we'll swing a swing in the right, Ontario yeah. area. Definitely I will. Where are you there. guys
2: located? Where are you based out of?
1: Just outside of Toronto. Oh. Yeah.
2: We're, yeah. we're practically neighbors. Okay.
1: Perfect. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will be there. Awesome. That okay. Awesome. Great. Well, cool.
2: well, we'll definitely be doing Toronto for sure.
1: Awesome. <laughs> we really, really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. Uh, just one more one last plug the book is entitled you and the music business a self-care guide to finding balance and the joy in today's music industry we really really appreciate the time that you took to speak with us i uh, i literally am going to go seek out this book and get it as soon as possible anthony you got any closing words before we end this i
0: mean beyond thank you that's really I am. Yeah, it was. it was, was just so insightful much. and i think you gave so much but the book is gonna have so much more. So anyone who's heard this, yeah, first exactly. of all, I'll listen twice cause I'm gonna play it back myself. And then, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's helpful. There's a need, like you said, there's no roadmap to this path of becoming an artist Amen. or finding your real purpose in life. Um, there are a lot of thoughts and otherwise, but this is so specific. And I think it just because it's so specific to um, a certain type of person, artists, music creators, I think in that you'll find everybody can probably find their why and their purpose throughout the process. So yeah, thank you again. We definitely want to have you back. Um, talk about uh, some other things. I have more questions, but sadly time has crept up on us. So yeah, thank you very much. Um we'll have
1: to have your back. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Everybody. Thank yeah, you so yeah. much for
2: having me. I just I love having these conversations and Pleasure I just was really all appreciate ours, it. For thank real, you.
1: Honestly was great do you have any social media you can shout out so people can follow along right, yes
2: sure yeah it's at um facebook is at join tara shannon same thing for instagram and Twitter is i am tara shannon i think
1: oh. <laughs> yeah but if you go to my site
2: join tara there's links to there. everything right there that's the best place to go
1: perfect yeah, thank, thank you so, you so much, much. Tara, this has Until been great. next time thank everybody, you guys stay safe Take care. Take care.